Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of No Filters with Barry podcast. On this episode, I jumped on a Zoom call with a friend from my university days, Mr. Oyebode Akemumi AK, also known as Rochelle Tiego. He's a thought leader in emerging technologies of blockchains and genetics. He's the CEO of Freenergy Tech, a biogas solution company that converts waste into energy. He's also the founder of fast food restaurant Chow, which is how we met. One of his restaurant branches uh, is on College of Earth Sciences, University of Learning, which is where I schooled. After my classes, I love to grab a burger or bread and akara. We met at Chow and we progressed from just customer client relationship to being friends and we shared ideas and different um, opinions about range of topics as he would like to describe himself is a conspiracy realist someone that acknowledges the existence of real conspiracies and approaches them with a critical and evidence-based perspective i'd like to describe myself as that too because i'm quite an open-minded person if you eat me with a point of view bam what if this what if this i, I won't discriminate or push you away i would like to entertain the thoughts of that particular idea and if you look at it how many conspiracies has turned out to be just conspiracies in the past four years for example now covid when it first came out they told us covid was uh, covid started from a woman from a chinese woman that ate a bat killed in the forest but it turned out covid was actually cooked in a lab and they let it out that is crazy guys that is crazy on this episode we talked about the origin of the cabals who are they where are they from and what are their goals the cabals are an elite group of people the top one percent you can even say it's 0.1 of the human population they are the ones directing the narrative of every country um the narrative of our economy um, the state of our society and our reality in essence these people they propagate their goals through different agendas a lot of it is in play already almost all the wars that happened in human in this current human civilization they are behind it agendas such as global warming promoting that our carbon imprint we need to reduce it we are burning too much fuel and then the depopulation agenda whereas they said there are eight billion people on this earth and they are too much they need to reduce we need to reduce it to 500 just 500 million so that the human race can survive guys this is a genocide of 7.5 billion people it is crazy and different means and different ways of them achieving this actual depopulation agenda is in play right now is in play right now some of it are the deadly diseases that we are being exposed to some are the current ongoing wars across different countries and this all these their agendas is based on the point of view their point of view that the human race is the number one disease the most lethal illness to modern nature and it needs to be curbed so that's why they are trying to reduce us that's why they are trying to just how should i put it filtered off the useless eaters as they will say these their agendas i would like to describe it just as Neil Oliver said in one of his interviews, he said, this is war on humanity by a set of people playing gods. There's a war on, a war on humanity, a war against the people waged by predators and philanthropaths, aided by poodles in government and the establishment. The declared aim of the war is to force all of us to accept less. At what point did we abandon the notion of hopes and dreams, the desirability of abundance, of plenty? The message from on high used to be about going forth, being fruitful and multiplying. The more the merrier, we were told. The desire was for abundance, including an abundance of people, but not anymore. If you don't hate people, then you might see that more people in the world means more good ideas, more problem-solving potential. If you combine copper and tin, just two elements, you get bronze and a harder edge. If you combine four elements or ten, the potential comes in numbers with more zeros than a person might count. Limitless potential. It's the same with people and good ideas. But for a long time, the message from above has been that humanity is a mistake by Mother Earth, that we are a plague she would do better without. 
Transhumanism is more of the same. The notion that humanity is not good enough and hopeless without an upgrade made of merging flesh with technology. Technology to make more trillions of dollars for the technocrats and philanthropaths. Transhumanism is eugenics. The conviction that some clever people must take responsibility for ridding the species of perceived flaws and inadequacies. Playing God. The original... They are like the, the 0.1% of the world, mm. and they operate on this basic, basic philosophy that, that they are more intelligent than every, every other human. Yes. So because of that, they have the once God-given right, or they have the they believe they have the right. And definitely, that God-given right, they don't think say be. Yeah, and the thing is, this elite. They, they have they have something like they believe in bloodline sense of they can they can actually trace their bloodlines to hundreds or even probably thousands of years ago of families. So basically, the what what they are now trying what they, what I believe they are trying to do right now they are trying to create this one world government. They have to subject the rest of the population to a lot of to a lot of things such as the population agenda. From my research, from my research, I keep coming across the number. Their their goal is actually to reduce the world population to five hundred million. We are currently eight billion yeah. in the world, and reducing people to five hundred million is like genocide of seven point five billion people, bro. That's a lot. People never yes. start they die because. And they are they are they are they are trying to achieve it in so many. It's not they are not even going through it in one way. In every direction, it can muster. These these people are very intelligent. Let's let's just put that. And they are we cannot well deny that. They are like the smartest people. We cannot deny that they are intelligent. Right now, if the smartest people are are, are thinking of okay, how do we achieve this? Aid? Most likely, they will have thought of every pros, every pros and cons of the steps. Already, they rolled out so many so many of the steps, so many of the steps that they are, that, and so many so many are in, in play already. Hmm. The last million when this community that we just had. <laughs> <laughs> Co- 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 you mentioned COVID nineteen is like a gateway for me to ask one thing. This these people bar, we are talking about their origin currently, like where they are from. I just want you to emphasize on their origin, like who they are, go go, like where they come from. Okay. I feel you. From my research, yeah. Like, yes, I think the, their origin is from ancient, the ancient geographical area of Israel. But let me just let me just put it as they, most of them they refer to them as Zams. They are like Jews. They they quoted the the Jewish the Judaism religion, but they are originally self. They are they are not even their worship, Jews. Their worship was they are not even Jews. Hmm. Yes, I so it's because of persecution. Okay. And the uh, threat of death, they had to adopt uh, the religion. Hmm. And already they, they corrupted that religion past what Judaism was supposed to be. Hmm. So I, I guess I guess right now most of them are Jews. Then that 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 they are I say all the Jews are Zionists. All Jews are not Zionists, but all Zionists are Jews. That's what I'm, I'm trying to say. They even they even co-opted. They it's like they integrated themselves into, into that the, tribe. Into that, they are not truly so, Jews. Yes, they are just pretend they are not even. They are not truly. I think they call they call themselves Ashkenazi Jews. So their mode of work through ages has been deception, hmm. even till today. From that, from hundreds of years ago, they always try and find a way to not go straight forward. That's why. That's that's why I still link it up to the Zionist of today's because if you look at Zionist movements and you look at their current uh, intelligence, their main intelligence agents, which is Mossad, yes, their motto is uh, by deception shall thou do war. And wait, when you say when you say when you say Mossad, I think Mossad is like CIA equivalent of the Israel military. Yeah, 
Yeah, the, Israel, the current state of Israel, yes, I know, it is, it is basically Zionist. And these people we are talking about, they go about, they follow this, this uh, model, the corporate call of Zion. And the, the modern Zion, Zion, Zionism is still what we have as a state of Israel right now. Basically, Zionist equals the state of Israel. Like they are not even hiding it. They are acting based on yeah, the that, protocols. That is it. So that's what I'm saying. Even as from them, they are trying to just the deception that they walk through. It's very new thing. They've been doing it over over over, over years. And if even look at just the past 20, 30 years. Yeah. Of their of their work, all of, all of it has been through deception. All all of it has been through. And I think they are, as I said, they are, I think they are working towards the one world government in which I think Israel, the present Israel, will be like the center. Hmm. Yeah, one of the protocols of Zion is like at the end of this, uh, when they have achieved this one world government, okay. they will crown their, their, own, their own true king among them and will be the king of Israel. And if, if one will look at it in so many ways, from even the theological aspects uh, that's been referred to in, in uh, so Apocalypse books. Most Muslims, scriptures, scriptures, right? Yeah, scriptures. That they are king. What, what, most of the things that we are seeing that is playing out has been written. Has been written, yes, hundreds of thousands of years. I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to question the scriptures, but if someone from like a millennia ago has already predicted these things and they are coming to fulfillment right now, can you get who truly wrote them? I want to point out something. One of the protocols it's read like this: that our preaching of the religion of Moses has brought all the peoples of the world into subjection to us. They are preaching of the religion of Moses. Can we say uh, they are most likely the ones behind all the religions? They are most likely the ones that even wrote everything. You have a point there. Since we can even say that they are, they are lying and their uh, agenda is hundreds of thousands of years old. Oh. And our scriptures that we follow are about the about same age. Same age. Most likely they've Intermediary, like you go through us to your God, to God, and that way, <laughs> it's like the whole of humanity is just playing to your hands. Okay, so the the protocols of Zion, like in in, as much as I understand it, if I'm going to um, explain it or like just put it in a simple word. I would say is the guideline or rule book at which this cabal, this order of people, they operate and they follow to try and achieve their goals. How, how they come about the protocols of Zion? From my research, I came to realize that the protocols of Zion is not necessarily new. It has existed before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just, it's, it's just, uh, I think we're reading okay. to fit the modern, modern world, modern purpose. In order to just, yeah, as you said, to guide, uh, to guide the agenda of the modern world. The Rothschild, of course, they are part, they, are, they, they, they self-recognized as Ashkenazi Jews. And the, the funny thing is, yesterday or two days ago, okay. the, actual, the Rothschild, I'm talking about them specifically, they changed their history on Wikipedia from Ashkenazi Jews to European as their origin now. Seriously. And this is the edited Wikipedia two days ago. 
I think the proper approach and the reasonable approach to anything, most especially infos on the internet, is not to believe everything, especially all these official uh, pages like Wikipedia, Google, or all those kind of stuff. It's very risky to just believe any and everything you see. All, all the medias are in their hand. We, these people that are actually people that are actually uh, executing protocols of Zion, they have all the finance of the world in their hand, the media of the world in their hand. Okay, so politics. This all the media in their hands that you said. I want to bring out one particular protocol that that like kind of like correlates with it. It states that not a single announcement will reach the public without our control. All news items are received by a few agencies. These agencies will be entirely ours and will give publicity only to what we dictate to them. Like these things are written plainly in the protocols. <laughs> they are no hiding. They are no hiding. They, they are no hiding. I think they try their best to 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 hide. Uh, to, the, this protocol you are talking about. Yeah. They try to hide it. Not not how many percentage of the world don't knows about protocols of time in the first place. I feel you. That means they actually successful in the, to a, to a very reasonable extent. I don't think you go on Google and search protocols of Zion other than I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> so the, 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 the general populace don't have access to uh, to to this info. It's not it's not just possible. The whole Google, the whole all the major media companies is you know according to one of the protocols we just read. Because this these protocols of these protocols they are actually real and the people that are that actually have access or more are the Jews. That the tribe, the, the Jewish tribe themselves, they are the ones that refer to the rest of the world as goyims. They do. They refer. They see themselves as superior to every other man. And I think it's because, uh, as we said, this <laughs> this elite, yeah, they chose at, at the beginning. They, they they chose the Jewish tribe to integrate with. And now I don't think there's much difference between them. Uh, them. And they have and the actual Jews. Yes, yes. The the Jewish the Jewish religion is based on protocols of Zion. They are waiting. They are waiting for their Messiah. They are waiting to crown their Messiah after they after they retain after they've gotten back the land of Israel. They've rebuilt the their temple upon where the current Alaska mosque is. They've taken control of the whole place and the new world order. World order is in place. Does the Alaska mosque or mosque? Does it is it equivalent to the Temple of Solomon? The, yes, yes, it's built on, on of, the Temple of Solomon. Right? Yes, yes, okay. it's built on the Temple of Solomon. Right? Crazy. But I believe it is a tribe of people right now that are actually pushing the protocol of Zion the most, and they are everywhere, from uh, as I said, from finance to media, name to it, politics, name it, everything. The right now. Right now, right now, they are they are, they are in power in the most powerful nation in the United States of America. One of one of the protocols I think is how they how they intended to to infiltrate all the world governments. Yeah, by blackmailing uh, that by blackmailing them with money and through uh, sexual. All the power, you know, it's part it's part of their protocol, and yeah. it's what is actually uh, most of the Western nations. All their politicians are, are, are they are falling to the web of. Um, even if we are talking about the intelligence agency of the United States, CIA. So CIA, Mossad, they are being funded by them. Fe Federal Reserve of the United States, the, the, the entity that is in charge of printing money for the whole world, or the United States, of, of course, for the whole world, for the US dollars, is the currency of the world. It is, they, are, they are owned by the Jewish companies, yes. Now, still, this selected group of family that formed that particular federal reserve, the Rothschild, Rockefeller, Mandem, a sack of cabal, they formed it. They are privately owned. Yes, it was found. They, they are, uh, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. There was nothing federal about them at the beginning <laughs> at all. They were privately owned at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were private. They were just the beginning ones. As at, as at that time. But now them, they print money. Now them, they print money. Now them, they say, may they no print money. 
And that's it's not even then that it started. It started even long before World War One, World War Two. That was what that was one of the things that pushed Hitler and Germany into taking over the conquest they took. Because after the World War One, the, the banking system, Germany wanted to exclude wanted to push out push out the Jews that were living among those Jews. The Jews they, they didn't have the central base. So but they were still the ones that were in charge of the theaters then the banking system, the, the stock. So, as at that time, the sentiment was that the people that were the Jews, they were living in Germany. The sentiment Germans had was, and so it was like the sentiment was proven as at that time that they, they contributed to the loss of Germany in World War One. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they they went behind Germany and uh, made uh, dealings with other nations for Germany to make that loss. So as, as Germany lost the war. The general sentiment was against the Jews. That was where this anti-Semitism and this thing came about, even among the Germans at that time, for World War II. So it was when Hitler came, he wanted to like push every because normally if you have some if you have enemies between you, you know that these people were, were actually the one that made you lose the first first world war. And even in punishment for the first world war, they put the German economy into, into ashes because Employment, unemployment rose to like 60%. Yes. And they had to pay reparations too. For, which was, for which was damages they caused in World War One. Yes. So this, the general sentiment was even against them. So the general sentiment was, let's even try and get them out of us, out of our surroundings. Yeah. So it was even... But, so them that started the... But this this stuff that about Hitler and his motive against the Jews, being that they were the one that caused the decline of Germany and its economy and everything during World War One, now has this motive of like chasing them out, like they are they are the evil, they are the one destroying everything. So he has he has a motive against them. But during my research, I came to realize that even Hitler himself, let let's not say Hitler himself. Let's just look at how World War Two went and everything that happened. In essence, yeah. In essence everything still went in their favor in the favor of these cabals that we are talking about they have they have the they 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 kind of like sacrifice the jews so that yeah they sacrifice like large numbers of jews so that they can now have a reason to to elevate them for their agenda and for them to have a reason to move back to the land of Palestine. This one, this, this one is like a very big conspiracy because I also saw that the land of Palestine was signed to a Rothschild by the British government almost six yeah. six years before World War II even started. They already gave the land of Palestine to the to a Rothschild to the Rothschild. Say, okay, this 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 place. Is it people's real estate now? So, but then it was after the World War II that they now declared yeah, that yeah. you people, since they've killed a lot of you, you can go back to as reparation. Yeah, we were, we were talking about how the, the Rothschild came, came about, how they were able to get to the agreement of them getting to the land of Palestine. And you are saying it was years even before the war. Yeah, that was where, that was where the Germans they had sentiment against them in the sense that the Germans would have won won the war, They're like England would have lost the war. But the Rothschilds or the Jewish, the Jewish, uh, the, Jew, the Ashkenazi Jews, yes, they were able to, they were able, they were they were able to uh, come to an agreement with England that if they, they can bring the United States and other country into the war and they win the war against Germany. This is what England gave them. Okay. And they were, were the bankers, they were the people that were actually sponsoring all, all, both, all sides. Both sides all of sides. the war. And, and, and Germany lost the war. They knew that it was because of these Jews. The Germans were actually industri- industrially, they were superior in Europe. I think even literally. So they would not have lost the war, if not for the betrayal they felt they had. So as at that time, the sentiment was not able to kill off the Jews. The sentiment after the war, after World War One, was to just get them out of their midst. Okay. And as you said, the the cabals, the, the, 
they actually they actually uh, sacrifice some of the Jews to to get their to the agenda. The Germans were just they just basically train, using uh, loading them on buses and on trains and moving them out of out of their midst. But to to justify the land the the land of Israel that they needed to get, yeah, they needed they needed uh, they needed an enemy or they needed. Uh, a historic propaganda that they are hated and people are killing them. So there's no way they, they, have, they just have to get another land. So, and, that's, and as a time, England even offered Uganda as as a place for them to take. They refused that and they insisted on. And of course, <laughs> uh, England would go and they had to keep up with their promise. So they, they got the land of Palestine. But I think Hitler is a person. Yeah, he's a very passionate man, and was just I, I think he was just being patriotic about Germany. Islam was was just a very patriotic German that wanted the best for his people, and I think he was demonized more than more than necessary by this same uh, this same cabals uh, to achieve their aim. Same way we are we are we are we are seeing Putin being demonized in so very ridiculous ways. Uh, okay, we know that. Uh, Putin is just being patriotic for his own people, for his Russian people. But if you see the main mainstream media, it's all over the place that it's the worst, uh, this is Hitler, it's the worst uh, it's ever been. So that's why I think of, I don't even think of Hitler as evil like that, because they are, they are, <laughs> they are, they are evil people on all sides, both the English side, the American side, on, on, on most of the side. Was, I think it was just being patriotic in Germany. Yeah, so, and he was able to actualize most of the, the <laughs> most of you know for Russia, yes. Yeah. He would have taken over Europe. It was just this was in Russia and probably uh, drug use that affected his decision making at some point. Yes, yes, that's what you actually think because the the, the the place the where they started where the Germans started losing the war was when the when they wanted to take over the oil fields of Russia in order to continue for their, their war machine. There was a town called Stalingrad. Yeah. That was where their law started. That the Russians won because Stalin was the, the head of the Soviet Union at that time. The battle was not necessary for Hitler and Germany. They just mm-hmm. wanted to take it over as a sign of like he has taken over the namesake of, of the ruler of uh, Russia. Russia. You get it was it was there that they start, in this Stalingrad, these Russian people, they died there, that millions and millions died on both sides. That, that was where the defeat of Germany actually started. You know, you know for that. And I, I actually also uh, believe that he's passionate because if you look at it, all his actions and everything he did actually kind of like worked out fine for Germany because their economy kind of like came back up like even more than expected after uh, the war. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 the allies, allies, they took a different approach. No, first, first of all, after they defeated them, yeah. put them under this uh, economic bondage and stuff. But, but after the second war, after they defeated them, they actually assisted Germany in building up the economy. Mm-hmm. Same with Japan. Japanese people are crazy too. They've done, they've done shit crazy. What they did to China eh, is also. <laughs> This, this thing that you mentioned, you know, like this Japan and people, they are like to the far east. Do you think that the Kabbalah's influence and their plans reached as far as Japan to influence probably Japan to cause all those um, Japan-China war, all those Chinese civil war that was happening? Do you think the Kabbalah's influence reached as far as that part of the east? I believe so. I don't think there is any major war that is going on in the world, that the cabal doesn't have behind it. Hmm. I don't think there's any major war that is going on that they don't have their gold or they don't have their resources in it in any way. That's, that's, where, I, that's where I think about it. They had, they had a hand in, in collapsing the Russian Empire. So it's when the Russian Empire, it was these people that even collapsed the Russian Empire, they were the ones, these bullshit things. Yeah. And they were actually Ashkenazi Jews. They were that, they, they orchestrated the murder of the Tsar of uh, Russia and they turned uh, Russia into a, a communist uh, society. 
they will shout, they, they are orchestrating it. There's no war that's going on. Even right now, every war in the world that's going on right now, they are involved. You might not just see it from the perspective, you might just see it as nations fighting. But man, the only people behind this, this cover, they are actually in all, all this, all this was. Their intelligence agents, their spy agents, it's not even new. It's been, it's been hard for ages. They've actually even scattered and went across Europe. They were alerted by, by their, their spy agents when, when the king of Russia then wanted to, wanted to Come uh, and kill them. Kill them off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because of their satanic, uh, the satanic practices. Uh, yeah, they basically worship Satan. That's, that's, that's just the end point of it. This kebab. <laughs> so it's a satanic rituals, and they, they actually now integrated into, into this Judaism, which co-opted, which now uh, influenced how the, the new Judaism, the modern Judaism is. It's known and passive. Because I don't think the new Judaism is not what the new Judaism is. Yes. There are different things that I feel you. But the sad thing is that most Jews won't even know this. They are probably blindly following the protocols of zion and everything that these Ashkenazi jews have cooked. yes i believe so when, when we talk about this about the and the, like they are washing you they are saying they are worshiping satan and we know that one of the uh the ways satan works is basically through deception, deception. give you half truth so basically these jews they probably actually probably strongly believe in the religion and believe in Whereas they are worshiping false gods and they are following, they are following the agenda of particular particular set of elites among them too. Hmm. I feel you. Talk, talking about wars, talking about wars with these people's goals, yeah. and like part of the protocols of Zion is to use war and faith to divide the masses. They have and in almost all the wars that has happened in the current civilization that we are in right now they are instigating these wars so as to disrupt any um current state of government as in that place they disrupt and destroy it and then after the war they now put their own people in place in strategic places and they shall push their people to power in those places so they are they've infiltrated every government in every world this being their footprints in human history, I want us to use it to like address the current war. There are, there are about two wars that are, more than two wars that are currently going on, but there are two notable wars being the Russian Ukrainian war and then the Israel Hamas conflict. But yes. most notably yeah. on this episode, I want us to talk about the Israel Hamas conflict, the history behind it, yes. and I understand, but let me. I think the Russian Ukraine war is important. So let's just let's just spend like a minute or two talking mm. about the Russian Ukraine. Okay, okay, sir. Please start start with that. Yeah, so I, I believe what the agendas of this cavalry for for this one one world government to happen, yeah. they need to like destroy nationality, destroy family unit, destroy religious sense. And already they are doing that in so many of the Western world, Western countries. So the the thing is, they are they are looking for and and they need to create one currency. Okay. So the thing is, they are finding ways. They are, they are finding ways to actually destabilize or destroy every every country that is still remaining standing that mm. is not that has not given in into these agendas. If you look at uh, US, uh, most of you already infiltrated those ones. All these yeah, LGBTQ agenda promoting uh, exchange for them for them to carry out most of the agendas. They they needed they needed destroy Russia as as a country itself. But I I I, 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 I thought I thought Putin was the one that initiated the war. Yeah, put put no. Let me put it this way: Putin was forced okay. to to, to initiate. It's just like when they are playing chess. Okay. They've been playing, they've been playing, they've been making moves already. NATO, they are the ones pushing NATO, they are the ones, these issues, they are the ones behind the force. We are just calling them Americans, like America is the one pushing NATO and stuff, they are the ones that. But we know that even America itself, they are being led by this Zionist entity. 
So basically, they are the ones pushing this network. Network and body. Yeah. After the, the after the after the the war, after the Cold War, that between Soviet and US, there was an agreement that the NATO will not expand any inch. After the, I think they expanded forty to twenty countries more. Hmm. After the, the after the war. so and now they are trying to get Ukraine. It's like. They are doing it bit by bit now. They are trying to get Ukraine into NATO. So Russia, Russia initiating the war is yes, just just for a way to, for it to protect itself and stop uh, Ukraine from joining NATO. Because once Ukraine, any country that joins NATO, they can actually now situate their weapons. Then their weapons inside NATO inside the situate country. their weapons inside that country and putting those inside the country and Ukraine. And we are even looking at Ukraine. Ukraine historically wasn't even a country on its own. So it's part of the Russian Federation, even before the Soviet Union. Their, their intention is, as you said, so many, they are, they, are, they are going through so many ways to achieve their population agenda. It was a major conflict. And this war that is going on in Russia Ukraine is one war that is likely to lead to a massive war. It's likely, likely to lead to World War III. The trajectory is going. So you don't, you don't, you don't see it coming to an end anytime soon. Yeah, it's, it's, they don't want it to come to an end. They are the ones pushing. When it, when Russia, when uh, Putin first invaded, he, he he wanted to negotiate. Me and uh, this year president already started and they already make agreement. But immediately, their agents from US and UK came and forced Lenski out of the agreement that this war we must fight it. Hmm. And with the way it is right now, Russia is Russia is <laughs> the, Russia is even winning as as it is. Russia has even won the war already. But as it is that it is, they are still trying to push. Zelensky. Uh, they are still trying to push the war open. Yes, they are still trying to push the border further than they've been attacking each other's military. A couple of two weeks ago now, so last week, they started using Western weapons to attack. Russian civilians deep inside their cities, just for them to escalate the war. So this this war, as it is Jews that they are pushing it, they are not the ones dying it, so they don't mind. <laughs> Ukrainians are dying, but Russians are dying, as it still fits, it still fits their agenda. They want this World War Three left to them. They want they want this World War Three to happen. I would think the World War Three is going to be the thermonuclear war that we are all scared of. I don't know if yeah. you get. If this war yes. If, if Russia and other European countries start putting boots on the ground, World War Three has started. There's no way, there's no way Israel can win. Russia, Russia, Russia has the highest nuclear armaments in the world. And then if, if all these other countries come together conventionally, they will likely win Russia. But Russia will not accept the defeat. So that's why we said it's, it's like it's like the end of the world. If they don't mind. They want it actually in the sense of it. They, they are concentrated in the coup. They are brought in a pro NATO, pro uh, US leader from the normal uh, the Russian, uh, the Russian friendly uh, leader that has always been there. So that one started. That one started attacking. You no, know, it's like they are the same country. So they are actually Russian speaking uh, people. On the borders between them, there were town cities, what is Donetsk. So they started killing those people more and more, more regularly. So it was like there was no option but for Russia to actually not do what they had to be in order to protect even their civilians that are in India. We were talking about Russia annexing Crimea. Crimea is full of Russian speaking people. But the West, these, these people, they wanted this war between uh, Ukraine and Russia to just to happen. So <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's 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 uh, the Russian. Uh, the Russian. War. So that that that's kind of like um the cabal's footprint in the Russian war. So the Israel Hamas war, like, what do you see? What's the story behind the conflict? Why? As we've mentioned earlier during the podcast, as how the Rothschild, or let, let's say the, the state of Israel, came to acquire the land of Palestine. Land of Palestine is a geographical area where some people are living already. They have their houses, 
they have their family, they have their land, everything. For hundreds of years. For hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. So some people now went to sell that land to another person that, okay, oh, this so so area. Now you get them now. If you go chase anybody with it, they come out. That is crazy. That is crazy. If if it is something, if it is something that probably like within like a race of people in Palestine, within that geographical area, now wants to collect land from the same people with in that same land area, who still see it as reasonable. But when you say like a set of people that, that are not even living in the area, it's like saying that Nigerians now, Yoruba now, you now give them Texas. Say, okay, oh, now you rightfully get Texas now. You people can go there and chase them out and start living in Texas. Like, if you say that now in this correct world, they will think you are mad. They will actually call you insane. Let's, let's put it in our perspective, yes. Okay. I'll, I'll, start, I'll start from uh, colonialism that uh, England and all this Western Europe, they did in the, across Africa and across the world, India. So that's, that's actually where the, the story even started. Okay. Because colonialism was still like a normal thing. As, how do I put it? It was just feeding house as at that period. The British Empire was too strong, but after World War One, World War Two, they collapsed. They couldn't maintain all their sponsors. It was too big for them. So Palestine was just one of them. So Palestine was just one of the colonies where some of the African nations were colonies of UK. Okay. Palestine was one of the colonies of UK. That is that is why I think it was possible for them to say, okay, let, let we can give you a land that is not even yours. Whereas if already their empire had collapsed, you know, they will not have been able to maintain the colony at the point. The Zionists just took advantage of that point. Because they just took the advantage because they were they knew what was going on. They just took advantage of the weakening the United Kingdom Empire. And because they helped them win the war, war against Germany. Uh, so that was where the so it was like a, a transition, a, a trans uh, a transition of colonial one colonial power to the other. That was how the state of Israel started. And because the state of Israel, they they are rich, very rich. Yeah. That is the Zionist movement was very rich. They were able to get a lot of weapons, top 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 notch weapons to continue the military occupation of Palestine as at that time when the United Kingdom was visiting. They took over all the military places that UK had. Okay. Oh yeah, and, and over time they, they expanded it. As I think nineteen forty eight was the major expulsion of uh most these Palestinians, these Arab, Arab Palestinians. So that was like the major the so it was popularly referred to as the Nakba catastrophe hmm. in their words. I think Seven hundred thousand people were expelled, and about three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand were killed. Then seven hundred thousand were expelled from their from their native lands and shifted into the now called West Bank and the Gaza. The Gaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's even a lie. The old Zion that they are, <laughs> they are the owner of the land. What I think about the Hamas conflict itself, Israel, the Zionist movement, yeah. they really want to take over all the remaining land and it's completely expelled. Palestine. One would ask before before you finish that, yeah. sir. One would ask why why the land of Palestine? Because as you said, the British Empire but been done expand, and they, you you mentioned earlier that they had offered Uganda to that Rothschild as their place. So they had lots of colonials. The um the state of Zionists could have picked as okay this place we want to go. But why the land of Palestine? Why? Do they want to go back to that place? Well, I think that that's to do historical elements. Uh, the temple of David. And um, basically because they they had they can claim an history of the David and uh, Solomon. And this and this and Solomon the king on that on that land. Those are the reasons I think. And as you said, there there might be things under the current under the current temple of so, the then temple of David. Yeah. Now it's the Alaska that was put on it. Because I think it was the Babylonians that even that destroyed Yeah, it was Babylonians that, that destroyed the temple. Temple of David. They, they covered it to rubble. 
And so it was it was when uh, the Ottoman Empire came about, the Muslim Empire came about, most so you are saying something about the Hamas conflict, being that the the Kabas would like they just want to chase that particular okay. race of people, the native people, out of that geographical area completely. If you want to do, if you want to do that, what better way? What better way for you than to justify violence against against such people? Of course, if if you can justify violence against people. By the by the government that is ruling it, you can as well do what you are doing right now, what they are doing with Gaza right now. <laughs> they they do it in such a way that okay, if you if you if you you throw a rocket at us, we will turn it times fifty, killing far more people. Okay, that's that's the way it has been for the past like twenty years. Then this current mass conflict, in my belief, there is no way they didn't know they didn't they did not know the attack was coming. Because so many foreign governments, Egypt specifically, wanted their own intelligence agencies itself. They beat it up. That they, they are seeing activities they, 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 that, that are implicating that there's an attack <laughs> coming. Yeah, there's an attack coming. They had information. There's no way they didn't have information. We are talking about people that have Mossad. <laughs> they, they, they have spies every day. Hmm. And then they. Their technological military, military industry. Their their defense the system safe. is the best in the world. So there's no, there was no way they could not they would not have picked up that much gathering of uh, military operation that Hamas wanted to do. But they allowed it to happen. And Hamas, Hamas themselves, yes, they actually went after military targets. And their intention, what by what I think their intention was, was to take out military targets and take in back as many civilian hostages back okay. as possible so that uh, Israel will not be able to like just bombard them or flush them out. You understand? Like they will try and negotiate. Mm-hmm. So that was that was like their major target. And they were actually successful in taking out their military targets they wanted to take out. But these people, this Israel, their motto as we said, by the by the seven shall shall do work. The, the news was going to happen, and they wanted to even blow up the, the number of casualties that they were announced to the world that their mainstream media that they, that they control will hear. So that when they are taking out the current atrocities they are carrying out, people know to like, yeah, it's like it's justified. We were referring to it as the 911 of the United States, whereas the 911 said. Maybe that was story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> story for another day. Story for another day. I swear, I swear. Ah. At the end of the day, their aim is to get all the Palestinians out of there. They, 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 they are still going through it right now. They are, they are, they are, they are doing so many things that will like not make those lands deviable anytime soon. They are pumping seawater from the sea into the land, which will destroy every natural, every, every drinkable water as possible on the land. So I don't know how how because they actually uh, actually achieving their aims in the sense of it. It's just that uh, Amash was the excuse for them to carry out the like, Once they clean out, once they clean out uh, Gaza, and they are they are they are successful in uh, deporting these uh, the refugees of Gaza. Now you mark or mark my words. In the next couple of years, something 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 will happen in West Bank that will lead to them attacking West Bank in the same way they are attacking Gaza right now. They want to clean out the whole world of Israel of, so, of every Palestine. Right, right now, there are Palestinians living in the West Bank, but they are currently untouched because that's not where Hamas came from. Yeah, well, not, not like untouched. They are not, they are not, they are not dropping bombs over their head, but they are oppressing them. They are cleaning them off. It's right now. And what they are telling the world is, what is in mainstream media is they are offering peace deals to these people. It is these people that they are not allowing, they are, they are not agreeing. agreeing. <laughs> people are people, yeah, some of our people, yeah, fall for the propaganda. Because they watch CNN. They love a lot of our people. Yes, no. And BBC, CNN, they are owned by Zionists. Forget, there's no, there's no doubt about, there's no doubt about. <laughs> mainstream media, guy, is owned by Zionists and it's what he wants. Social media. See the way they are banning people. <laughs> oh, 
off YouTube, off, off Facebook. Literally, there is no freedom of speech on social media. Maybe only on X. Maybe only on X right now. That one says, I'm, I'm starting to think, think X is a controlled opposition. Controlled? Opposition, yeah. Like, I think they see that this capacity that people need an alternative mainstream media. Are you going to put Elon Musk as he's an elite for sure? But would you say he's in cohort with the cabals? Well, I said I'm starting to think he's controlled opposition. But I think they might want to push Elon, Elon Musk as somebody that every other people that are seeking freedom, seeking this thing, will be able to really look up to. Whereas using him as a false flag to see getting to more. <laughs> so, was this new, new rally? Although another way I think about it, even if he doesn't do it, another person will eventually do it. <laughs> this except is the vision you ask for it is to turn it to an everything up, where your finances, everything will run through. It's still another major way of putting people's uh, finances, putting putting more control on, on people. So that's why I'm still very confused about this Elamos. On the surface, yeah, it seems like it's pretty human. Oh, you are still here. You are enjoying this podcast to support us by sharing this episode with your friends, family, loved ones, foes. Share it with everyone. Do it now. Follow us on X and all social medias at NF with Barry. Just type in NF with Barry. We are there. Tag us on X with your opinions and suggestions. We are ready. We are open. We are receiving. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also at NF with Barry. Let's grow together. This particular conversation has been one of the most exciting episodes I've had to record. Because this episode is a part of a series I call War on Humanity. So as you've seen so far, we talked about the people behind the curtains directing the narrative, their origins and their footprints in human history and the current state of the world generally. We'll be bringing more to you on this particular topic of authoritarian rule and just pure evil on this series of war on humanity. The Nigerian cabals will be bringing more to you on those two, their rise, their origins and their current footprints in the Nigeria economy. Keep listening to No Filters with Barry. Bye.